This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Will Hill, substitute on uh, on a uh, during the week during the uh, college football rivalry week, and so Matt Humans is not with us. We do have his picks, but Will has some additional picks as well. You may have seen uh, her Will a lot on Veasan on all of the different shows. Will, welcome aboard. Jimmy O, what's up, man? Big fan of your work. Thanks for having me. And it's uh, it's funny. It seems like it was just Labor Day weekend. It was Florida State LSU. It was Ohio State Notre Dame. The season was just kicking off. Seems like it was two weeks ago. And now we look up. It's rivalry week. The season's almost over. It uh, man, it just it goes fast, doesn't it? Yes, indeed. And uh, certainly uh, good for Brian Kelly that his team looks a little bit better than they did in the Superdome against uh, Florida State, where they couldn't make an extra point. All right, how about the big one here? And it's kind of set up because uh, speaking of Brian Kelly, his old uh, his former team and Freeman was having some struggles, uh, losing to Marshall, a lo- uh, struggling with Cal, losing to Stanford uh, at home. But they've got that running game going, taking the pressure off of their quarterback, and have been rolling pretty good with nice wins at Syracuse and uh, and also against uh, Clemson. Now travel to the Coliseum. They always play one game a year, whether it's in Palo Alto or the Coliseum, against a California team for recruiting purposes. USC, off of their wild uh, shootout win against UCLA, they were the benefit uh, beneficiary of uh, four turnovers, four Bruin turnovers, but they get it done. They move it up in the polls and maybe control their own destiny to get into the playoff. Uh, USC is five Saturday night, 7.30 Eastern kickoff on ABC. Yeah, I like Notre Dame plus the five here, and, and you said it well there. Notre Dame was struggling early, losing to Marshall, a terrible loss against Stanford. They've rallied here. The coach has done a nice job, and you mentioned the running game. The running game is key because with that USC offense, you want to be able to run the ball, control the clock, limit possessions. I think they'll be able to run the ball right at USC and uh, keep this game close. USC has played some close games recently, one-score game against Arizona, one-score game against Cal. Uh, Notre Dame playing well here, a lot of momentum. I will take the Irish here to keep it close, and I'll take the five points. All right, uh, let's go to Columbus in the horseshoe and a big one there. Early kickoff, as they like to do, noon kickoff Eastern on Fox. It's Ohio State and Michigan. 2006 was the last time these two teams faced uh, in in this game where they were unbeaten, and, boy, they put on a show of that one. Now, Ohio State went on to play Florida in the national championship game, but still, it was a wild game, 42-39, I I believe it was. Ohio State here at home, 7.5 and 57. It's been pretty cold up there in the Midwest. I'm going to go with the under here. Um, I don't know if Coram's going to play. If he does play, who knows how healthy he is. Ohio State's got some health issues at wide receiver. 
And I just don't think either of these teams have looked that crisp recently. I mean, you look at Ohio State. They were huge favorites against Maryland. They didn't cover. They didn't come close to covering. Michigan, 17.5 point favorites against Illinois. Forget covering. They were lucky to just come out with a win. I think, you know, the quarterback for Michigan, McCarthy's an issue. Throwing the ball downfield is an issue. Their strength is controlling the trenches. So I, I think Harbaugh tried to muck this game up, slow it down. You know, last year we saw 42-29, sort of a, a basketball on grass type of game uh, shootout. I don't think we'll get that type of game this year. We might get some rain, which is good for the under. It's not as cold as you might think. I checked the forecast in Columbus. It's 40s, 50s, which for Columbus late November is a little warmer than you'd think, but I think we'll see an under game here. I think both teams maybe come out a little tight. Should be a fun game. I mean, how great is this? Ohio State, Michigan, basically a national quarterfinal game. The winner is going to the champion, the uh, the college football playoff. I don't know that the loser is going to get in because if you look at the out-of-conference stuff, it's not that impressive, especially for Michigan, who played nobody out-of-conference. But should be a fun game. I would lean towards Michigan with the points. Uh, I think it'll be, you know, probably a one possession, seven to ten point game. I think Ohio State would win, but I'm going to go under the 57 here. Yeah, Michigan pulled out of a trip to uh, the Rose Bowl to play uh, UCLA very late. Uh, UCLA had to scramble and get South Alabama, and so yeah, they're void of a a, a, a top non-conference opponent. They don't play Notre Dame regularly a- anymore. So uh, yeah, I think the uh, Ohio State, if they lose, would have a better shot. Than Michigan, but there's a lot of football to be played. Certainly, USC, TCU, and others uh, can lose. Uh, but yeah, Ohio State under 57 uh, in that game uh, for Will. All right, uh, go to UCLA and Cal Bruins now trying to trying to put that rivalry game in the rearview mirror. We saw an Ole Miss team certainly have difficulties doing that last week after a game they probably should have won against Alabama. Wonder if there's similar feelings and emotions for UCLA now traveling to Berkeley to take on Cal. Cal fell behind. They were down uh, down in the second half by double digits, but stormed back with 21 in the fourth quarter to win and to cover. This is a Friday game, Will. Friday, 4.30 Eastern kickoff on Fox. UCLA 10 at Cal. Yeah, you mentioned Stanford Cal, and I actually had the under there. And for whatever reason, Stanford decided, I don't know if you saw this, to run out the oh, kicker. 61 yard, yeah. 61, and he sinks it. I mean, these college kickers, we see a miss from 34 all the time. The kid sinks it from 61. Why he kicked it, I don't know, but he made it, pushed the game over the total. But uh, sort of the same reason I'm fading USC, and I should have mentioned that when, when handicapping USC Notre Dame, there was just so much emotion in that USC UCLA game. UCLA talked a lot of trash. If you heard USC after the game, uh, you know they heard all of it. So with USC, they're playing for a national title still possibly. So you don't worry as much of a flat spot with them. But with UCLA, I think you really have to worry about a flat spot. If they came out and they were fully motivated, and we don't know about DTR stun, but if they were fully motivated in this game, they could probably uh, win this game and win it comfortably. But after losing to Arizona's three touchdown favorites, they talked a lot of smack against USC. They lose that game in heartbreaking fashion. Now you get got to get up for a, a road game against Cal where you're 10-point favorites. To me, this is just a flat spot of all flat spots. I will go with Cal here, and I'll take the 10 points. No doubt it'll be an emotional letdown. And I was a little surprised when uh, Matt Humans and I both went to that LSU-UCLA game in the Rose Bowl. And by all of their standards, it was like, man, this is what it can be like when you have a, a really good crowd. And I'm thinking, like, this is good? I mean, this was it was still lacking a lot. It's not your typical uh, SEC pro. They sold out. They sold out the Rose Bowl uh, last week. So a rare sellout for this era. So, yeah, I think an emotional letdown spot for sure on a Friday, too. 
uh, an odd start uh, at uh, Cal. Uh, and then we'll go to the uh, the Battle of Oregon. Used to be called the Civil War. Oregon State and Oregon. This is going to be Saturday, 3.30 kickoff on ABC. The Ducks are three-point road favorites. Of course, the, the Bo Nicks. Was he going to play? Was he not going to play? Everybody thought he was not going to play, but he surprisingly does play most, most of the season for college football. It's been these game-time decisions. They dress out, they warm up, and then they don't play. Uh, Through a, a little bit of off-speed with Lanning actually going with Knicks, and they needed him in a close win against Utah. Yeah, there was certainly some gamesmanship uh, with Oregon in, in regards to Knicks. We didn't expect him to play then last minute. Like you mentioned, he does. But he did not look healthy, especially the end of that game. He's sort of limping around with the foot injury. I love this Oregon State team. I will take them plus the three. This has been sort of a sneaky, under-the-radar team. They win. They cover. They're really good against the spread. Uh, it's not a blue blood. It's not a major market, so they don't get a lot of attention. Maybe that's why they can just keep a low profile and keep covering these numbers. You know, They had USC beat early in the season, let that game get away. They let a game against Washington get away. This could easily be a one-loss Oregon State right. team. You know, even the coach's name, John Smith, it's it's simple, it's plain, it, it's under the radar, it's kind of boring, but uh, I continue to think there's just good value with this Oregon State team. Getting three at home against an Oregon team with a banged-up quarterback, I could only look to the dog here. I think the Beavers pull the upset against Oregon. I, I like them plus the three. Jonathan Smith, again, uh, seems to go over the win total every year. You talk about the close losses. The uh, win total was six. He's at eight and three right now, uh, even with those near misses, so easily eclipses their win total. So with 17 combined wins uh, for this game, Oregon-Oregon State, that's uh, quite a matchup, a good one at 3.30 on ABC. So Will's picks again this, w- this week in reverse order. Oregon State plus three. Bruce Marshall, the goal sheet, also likes the Beavers. Cal plus 10, trying to catch UCLA and the emotional letdown spot. Certainly an angle I use a lot in uh, college football. Under Ohio State in Michigan, under the 57, and then Notre Dame plus five for USC. Matt Humans has given me his picks. He likes Michigan in the points, plus the seven and a half against Ohio State. This was a look-ahead line was nine and a half or ten just a few weeks ago. And, you know, Michigan and Ohio State know they're playing each other every year. I was a little surprised. I was wrong on not maybe seeing that look-ahead spot for both of them last week, as you mentioned earlier. Both of them were, were lucky to get, a lot, get out of there alive with a win. Uh, he's got Notre Dame plus five against USC. Maybe also thinking that USC was a little bit fortunate. They certainly were winning a turnover battle four to one uh, against uh, UCLA. So uh, uh, th- those games, anything you want to add, Will? Well, I know humans. He likes his underdog, so he's uh, he's staying true to his form. Poor guys out there in Maui, Hawaii, just <laughs> uh, just living the hard life. Uh, you know, enjoying his vacation. So. Hopefully he's having a good time. Yeah, I, I'm with him generally on the picks. You know, the quarterback situation for Michigan scares me. That's certainly how I was looking. But Corum, McCarthy, McCarthy's deep passing game, to me, that's what separates them from being, hey, a real, there's a difference between a really good team and a legitimate title contender. I feel like he just doesn't throw the ball consistently down the field well enough to hang with these other teams if they do get in the playoffs to beat the Georgias of the world. And, you know, we certainly saw last year once they got into the playoff, they were outclassed against Georgia. So I do think it'll be fun. I'm rooting for a good game. I, I bet the under so I'm rooting for a low scoring game but uh, I'm definitely rooting for a, a, a close game here Michigan Michigan versus Ohio State I mean that's just uh it's as good as it gets hey these teams are six and six playing against each other you still watch it for the uniforms the rivalry the fact that they're both undefeated playing for a spot in the playoffs is just gonna be so much fun to watch 
Rivalry Week in uh, in uh, in humans' uh, uh, neck of the woods, his old stomping grounds, uh, Purdue and Indiana, and I know exactly what he's thinking here. He's got the Hoosiers plus eleven at home against Purdue. He likes Purdue in the dog role. He does not like them in the uh, favorite role. And going that, he is seven and one the last eight Purdue games. Purdue is chalk. Zero oh, and four. Uh, the ATS the last four. Last four is a dog. They are three and one ATS. So again, going against Purdue, fading them in the favorites role. Wisconsin minus three against Minnesota, and maybe just getting back home uh, here because Wisconsin did struggle, losing badly to Iowa and scoring in a, what just a, over a minute to go in Lincoln to beat Nebraska. Back home where they uh, won comfortably against Purdue and Maryland. So Wisconsin at home minus a three, and then a team. We've been riding them uh, most of the season. Boy, it was hard to get for a lot of the uh, a lot of the betting market to get it out of their head of, uh, of uh, Vanderbilt scoring sixty five on them. Hawaii, Timmy Chang for man, just they just needed one of their own to try and calm things down. That program, he's done an unbelievable job from start to finish. One of the most improved teams in the country. And how about them against the spread? Also, they've covered their last six out of seven. So. Three and nine straight up, but they've covered six of seven, including outright win uh, late Saturday night as a big double-digit dog, plus 14 and a half at San Jose State, Will. Yeah, you mentioned it, and uh, we were talking off the air before we came on about you see some of these coaches now that we remember playing not that long ago with uh, you know Jonathan Smith, one for Oregon State, Timmy Chang, remember the great Hawaii quarterback, some of these guys that end up coaches or their, or their kids are uh, in college now. It just makes you feel so old, but yeah, a hell of a job. And you mentioned back in the summer uh, against Vanderbilt where they didn't even look like a Division One team. This looked like you know a one double A, a D two team, and they've rallied here. They've covered numbers. They've been more than respectable. So uh, certainly impressive. And, and to go back to your um, Illinois, I'm sorry, it was Indiana Purdue. Mm-hmm. I actually have Indiana under four and a half season wins and pulled off one upset against Michigan State. Hopefully, it's not a second one against Purdue. So I, I'm rooting for Maddie to cover here. But as long as they don't win straight up, so. Uh, Indiana here is one of these teams where their season win total hangs in the balance against Purdue on Saturday. Yeah, I've got a few of those uh, going as well uh, with uh, Central Florida, who lost to Navy, to put me in a spot there uh, all of a sudden. And Air Force, uh, you know, both of those at eight and a half, both with eight wins uh, going into the last game of the regular season. All right, so Matt's picks again. Hawaii plus 14 and a half, Wisconsin minus three. Indiana plus 11, Notre Dame plus 5, and Michigan plus 7.5. One more time, Will Hills, his uh, uh, top four picks this week, Oregon State plus 3, Cal plus 10, under the Ohio State-Michigan game, 57, and Notre Dame plus the 5 at the Coliseum in uh, in Los Angeles. For Will Hill, thank you, Will. Good job. Appreciate it. For Will Hill, I'm Jimmy Ott here in the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.